This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Bears are going to be in prime time at the LA Chargers on Sunday night. And Tyson Bajan going to get his second straight start. We talked to the rookie quarterback today. And what we know about the first game that he started was that the game plan looked very conservative. Safe, you can say, in the first start for Tyson Bajant, completely understandable. And it worked efficiently and beautifully. And it was really a perfect start for Tyson Bajant. But what everybody wonders is, can Tyson Bajant really do this? And if Tyson Bajant can really do this, then that would mean that he could probably throw the ball downfield effectively, which we did not see. We did not see the explosive plays from Tyson Bajan. Again, that was fine for the game. But eventually, I'd like to see that because that would make me believe that this guy could be a starting quarterback for real somewhere in the NFL. So, and I'm not the only one that wonders that. We all wonder about the bigger throws from Tyson Bajan. How much room is there for you to expand to be a different type of quarterback in the future uh i mean i said it before i don't really put i don't really drop myself in any category of being pocket passer dual threat i just like to make plays uh for the team um and once again whatever i'm asked to do from the coaches is is what is what will get done and what will happen so um no i don't want to put any limits anywhere when you said uh that you had a cannon for an arm we, we laughed as if it was facetious. Were, were you being facetious, or do you think you have a cannon for an arm? Yeah, I mean, I think I have. I think I have a strong arm. I'm confident to make any play that's called. Um, that's probably yeah. That's probably the extent of it. So arm strength shouldn't be a shouldn't limit what Getsy or anyone can do with this with any game plan against any. No, right? nah, I mean, like I said, I feel confident to do whatever is asked. So um, whatever they call, yeah, I feel confident to be able to be able to run the play effectively. I love that Mark Potash of the Sun-Times asked that question. It was definitely something that was on my mind as well because we did laugh. When he said he had a cannon for an arm, everybody laughed. 
The only one not laughing was Tyson Bajan, who after that went on to say, look, I wouldn't be in the NFL if I didn't have a strong arm. He believes he has a strong arm. Does he actually have a strong arm? I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) I really don't. I don't think he has a cannon for an arm. And, you know, with the evidence being Nathan Peterman coming in to throw the Hail Mary at the end of the first half. Now, Nathan Peterman, as we've learned, does have a cannon for an arm. So it may not be so much that Bajan doesn't have a strong arm. It's just that Nathan Peterman does have a ridiculously strong arm, even if he is not necessarily an effective NFL starting quarterback. So we shall see. I would like, you know, the thing is about the Chargers, they probably, you know, there's going to be more to be reckoned with in terms of dealing with a pass rush with Joey Bosa. You got a Bosa you got to deal with, and you got to deal with Khalil Mack as well. Um, and we'll talk more about that in a second. But I want to get to DJ Moore because I love this cut. It's it's DJ Moore, the Bears' top wide receiver, obviously, on his relationship with Tyson Bajan. Uh, I used to just mess with Tyson uh, in the locker room, even before, like, the whole backup and stuff like that came around. I used to talk to Tyson and he used to chuckle, but I don't know if I was too funny to him or not funny enough with him. But I mean, right now he just be like, if he needs something, he just be like, hey, DJ, I got you or something like that. So it's cool. What would you pick at him about? Just little stuff, different stuff. I didn't know he was uh, tatted up as he was. And then we started having a conversation about tattoos. So that was something that we bonded over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the first conversations we had, just kind of in the sauna, first time. You know, you see each other with no shirt on. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a cool dude. He's got cool tattoos, too. So, uh, but, yeah, that's the extent of that, yeah. Look, I've said it before. The, the players really seem to genuinely like Tyson Page and, and his story and his moxie and just his work ethic and all of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that is definitely the vibe around the locker room. Again, I always have feel like I have to say this because it seems like everything is put up against Justin Fields. The players love Justin Fields and, and believe that he's their starting quarterback, but they do like Tyson Bajan quite a bit. Talk about a guy who has really earned his time on the field and has showed – the Bears, that he probably shouldn't have been sitting his ass down and been inactive early in the season, and that is Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman has only been active in three games this year. He has only been, and he was active in that Green Bay game and barely got a carry. So really, really, he's only played in the last two games. And as you know from watching, Deontay Foreman has been mostly terrific in the carries that he's gotten. He has made the most of them. And you got to wonder how Deontay Foreman does it. I've been in this position a lot of my life. If you go back through the last about three years, it's been my life. You know, I've always kept the mindset of when you get your opportunity, you got to go out there and capitalize on it. And when you get it, you know, try not to give it back. So that's my main focus, honestly. Do you ever feel like you shouldn't have to keep proving yourself since every time you kind of (laughs) do? Yeah, I definitely feel like that, honestly. But, I mean, it's a business. uh, And, you know, uh, I've been around a lot of other great running backs, a lot of really good other running backs, a lot of great competition. So uh, I take nothing away from those guys. They push me each and every day to continue to excel and get better and better. So, um, I mean, you know, it's a part of how it goes. You know, sometimes, you know, I've been on three different teams, so I kind of had to prove myself to three different organizations. But I feel like, uh, you know, when I get my opportunity to do so, I feel like I handle myself and carry myself in a, in a way that uh, I think they believe and trust in me. So uh, I just want to continue to grow and build on that. Do you think your running style – 
is helping to create an identity for the offense? I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't say that it isn't. can't say that it is. But I will say that, um, you know, with me being out there, I definitely do think, you know, just my physicality brings energy to the team. Um, and I think, you know, they kind of feed off that energy when I'm going out there and, you know, doing what I do. You and uh, DJ Moore sat down and watched the, your hurdling game. <laughs> no, nah, we haven't sat down and watched it, but I've heard about it since I did it. So, uh, yeah, everybody's been telling me stay on the ground. I mean, I love a good hurdle. It does scare the crap out of me. When I see any running back or receiver, whomever hurdles, it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. So I don't think you're going to see Foreman doing. I don't. I don't think it's a serious thing, though. I don't think like the coach is like, don't do that. It's very heat of the moment. Well, maybe they are saying that. I don't know. But like Deontay Foreman's been, you know, of all the the stories this year surrounding the Bears, Deontay Foreman has been a win. That's been a win. That's been a good story. Let's move on to the defense. You know, I talked about the the fact that the Bears are going to be going up against Justin Herbert this week and and the Chargers and. He's one of those guys, top seven quarterback in the NFL. And Tremaine Edmonds, in his days with the Buffalo Bills and in the AFC, plenty of times going up against Justin Herbert. You know, just a guy that, you know, can make every throw. You know, obviously he's big, he can run. Uh, just a mobile quarterback, you know what I mean? It reminds me a lot of the guy, you know, of, of, of Josh I used to play with, you know, just seeing, like, his, his physical stature and uh, just seeing the things that he could do as far as, like, how strong he is and things of that nature, but definitely a good player. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, he, he is big-arm quarterback, and he's an incredibly efficient quarterback too. 67% completion percentage. 10 touchdowns to four picks this year for Herbert, um, averaging about 265 yards per game. So it's always fun when you go up against these kind of guys. I will be looking forward to seeing, and suddenly here we are, looking forward to seeing what Matt Eberflus has in store for his defense. The defense, he has called the right plays recently in these last few games or so. So, you know, how, how will he handle this? Will there be even more pressure? Love to see him, you know, dial up somebody like Tremaine Edmonds, like they used to do with Roquan Smith. That'd be awesome to see, just to see what they can get out of that. But I, you know, here we are in a spot where I'm like, I trust Flus as a defensive play caller. And he's had his issues. He's got his critics, including me at times, but got to give him his thumbs up for what he has been able to do with the defense this year. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let me go through a few notes here to end this episode. You guys remember that at the the in the fourth quarter of the Bears Raiders game last week when the Raiders lined up for an onside kick, they do the onside kick and the ball belts off of the helmet of Bears running back Travis Homer. I, I talked to him about that in the locker room today, and he told me his his uh, you know he laughed about the whole thing, but he did say that his his neck was sore after that because he said, he said, I don't know if you could tell, but he's like, my neck, like head jerked back when it hit me. And, uh, and I was like, you know, are, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, no, I feel like he says he's a hundred percent now because 
that's a concern. I mean, look, Travis Homer's not going to get a ton of runs as a running back this year, but with all of the running back injuries right now, you kind of need Travis Homer and his availability. To that end, Roshan Johnson, full practice, but he's still got to clear one more hurdle of the concussion protocol. He's probable. He's probably going to play in the game. So they will have uh, some backup to Darrington Evans. My guess is Darrington Evans. I don't know if he's long for this team, but he's done an admirable job filling in for Khalil Herbert and for all of the injuries that have existed with the Bears running backs this year. Here's a name you haven't heard for a little while. Braxton Jones was practicing today. The, the Bears left tackle, if you forgot. He had his own neck injury for which he was put on IR, four-week injury absence, and now they're, they got him back out there. No guarantee that he's going to play on Sunday. We'll see. I'm worried about Darnell Wright, man. I mean, between him and uh, Braxton Jones or Larry Borum are going to be going toe-to-toe with some pretty awesome pass rushers on the Chargers and Bosa and Mack, as we've talked about. Darnell Wright mispracticed with both shoulder and toe issues. Not good. And Jaquan Brisker was out sick. Tomorrow, we will be talking to the Bears offense coordinator, Luke Getze. We'll hear from somebody on the defense. More open locker room. So lots to come this week still from the Bears ahead of the Chargers game on Sunday night. Thank you for listening and watching The Daily Score. We appreciate it. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Grody. We will talk to you tomorrow on The Daily Score.